Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It is Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by our friends at Tropical Chevrolet we have made it. We're in week 11. This is volume 11 of Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show. Very excited to talk to you you guys tonight. Very excited. There's a lot going on in fantasy football. We're going to get to everything. We have a full two-hour show for you tonight, and I'm very happy to go over all of this stuff. And it wouldn't be Zach and the Nose without my partner in crime, the Nose himself. Uh, follow him on Twitter, by the way, at Spencer Nose, N-O-S-E. Nosy, we made it to week 11, and let me tell you, we have a lot to talk about today on this show, including breaking news that happened just today earlier. We'll get to that in just a second, but Nosy, welcome to week 11. Oh, I can't. I'm very happy to be at week 11. I mean, this is it. Let's do this. Let's make the magic happen, everybody. Right now is the moment where, uh, in your season, it's do or die for a lot of people, Zach. So it's one of those where... You can make a move, you can make your playoffs, or it could go in the other direction. And we do not want to go south. We want to make the tournament. So we're here to provide you hopefully an entertaining show, one that's going to provide you help setting your week 11 lineup. And finally, we have, it's like for those who are addicted to the NFL and the Miami Dolphins, we're back. Right. It was a it was a long week off not it watching really that was. team. It really was. No, let me tell you, man, it felt like the Dolphins haven't played in a month. Like now that I'm like looking at it and I'm seeing everything and we have had Thursday night football and we got a Thursday night football coming up, uh, you know, tomorrow night, this is Wednesday night show. Obviously we're taping this early in Wednesday's daytime at this point, we just found out about the breaking news. So we'll get to that in a second, but it's so happy. I'm so happy to have the dolphins back. I felt like literally they've been gone for a month and what better way to come off a bye week for the dolphins than play at this point, the Las Vegas Raiders who are struggling in about nine different directions with good players on their team for fantasy. But, man, they're struggling all over the place. But welcome back, Dolphins. Welcome back, Tua, Tyreek. We might even have a welcome back for a running back on this team that we haven't seen in a while. I don't think it's going to necessarily happen this week or not, but it is early in the week for us to be taping this. A-train, A-chain, A-chon, A-chon, A-touchdown, whatever you want to call them. Could be back this week or not. So we'll we'll kind of talk about that also. But welcome back, Dolphins. and Welcome back, NFL, to South Florida for a couple of days. You know, while the Dolphins, man, did I miss Coach Mike, man. That that right. McDaniel, I, that's the guy who I miss. Right. Thank you to you know, right. have him back. But literally, what a win for the Dolphins last week because, my God, the AFC East right. really, yeah, I mean, that was a rough showing, especially those Buffalo Bills. Way to have Ooh. 12 guys on the field. That was a great job by the, the coaching staff over there in uh, Miami's finest, one of the best, Ken Dorsey. Gone. The exit. Right. So, We'll, we'll see how that impacts Buffalo at the end of the day. Everyone's, you know, a little bit nervous about Josh Allen. Let me tell you what Josh Allen still is, the number one quarterback in fantasy still. <laughs> right, I, and right. that is not an exaggeration. I can't that believe is, that. Right, right. That is the truth. 
he is just ahead of Jalen Hurts on the season. But look, very excited for the show because we do have a lot to dive into. It is breaking news. Deshaun Watson is out for the year. So that heavily impacts will be the first observation when we jump into him heavily impacts uh, the offensive players on that team, especially Amari Cooper. Yeah, of course. I mean, Amari Cooper now, and not only that, but the crazy part is with the Deshaun Watson news uh, and and you never, you know, whoever's going to start a quarterback there. We we look now, it looks like what Dorian Thompson, green, white, blue, rainbow guy, he's going to be there in the starter. P.J. Walker, Tucker, whatever his name is, he's going to be the backup there. Um, So that's going to impact. And not only that, and this is not going to necessarily impact anyone this year, but I just read also that Nick Chubb had to have that second surgery on his knee. Uh, Not just that first one, but a second surgery. This This could impact next year with Nick Chubb at this point also. Browns, guaranteed money for Watson. He's done. Chubb's out for a while. They're in their third quarterback. Amari Cooper just sitting there. And not only that, but they're in the midst of the playoffs. Like they're not a bottom feeding team right now. They are right there in the wild card hunt. This is a scary time if you're a Browns fan who finally had a little bit of hope. And now it's man. Yeah, I'm, I'm laughing because the Browns are just being the Browns right, right now. And right. the sad part is what a dominating defense. Right. Just in general, they have a top tier defense. And now they have. The UCLA grad who I watched plenty on that West Coast, Dorian Thompson Robinson, was named starter over P.J. Walker. A really talented kid, but is he ready for the NFL? Right. That is yet to be seen. So we'll see how that goes. All right. So Nosy said it before, four weeks to get your teams all set up and get into that tournament to get in the playoffs. That's what you go for at this point. You go for that bye week. You're trying to get there. So we have plenty, like I said, to talk about here. Before we go over... Uh, everything that happened in week 10, we love to do that in the beginning of the show to say who did great and who did bad for your team. Let's go back to the nose at this point and the nose pick of the year and talk about a couple of your picks at this point. But Garrett Wilson, intriguing here. At the, I don't know if it's for good or bad reasons. Let's get into that here. But that was the nose pick. We had two nose picks of the year, Garrett Wilson and Calvin Ridley. But let's start with Garrett Wilson at this point. It was really Garrett Wilson as Ridley was sort of the second tier. And that is what we call a bust. So I loved Calvin Ridley. And that is what we on the show call a nosebleed. My God. But Garrett Wilson, I do want to sit here and, you know, I don't feel the need to defend myself per se, but I'm going to at least show what I was seeing in the last four weeks. Garrett Wilson with Zach Wilson as his quarterback, not Aaron Rodgers. Four weeks ago, eight catches for 90 yards. Three weeks ago, seven catches for 100 yards. Two weeks ago, seven catches for 80 yards. And last week, my God, he almost caught that Hail Mary. But he, He had nine catches for 93 yards. So that in a full PPR league are actually really decent numbers, okay? Yeah. That's av- it's averaging, give or take, 17 fantasy points, over the last month, which puts him in the range of a top 10 to 14 wide receiver in your fantasy league. Is that exactly what we were talking about? Is that our goals for the nose pick of the year? Absolutely not. But the fact that he doesn't have a hall of fame, legend throwing him the ball, and he's got a really weak quarterback in Zach Wilson. I'm sorry that at this point, 
that guy doesn't throw touchdowns. And that's the problem is Garrett Wilson hasn't gotten the end zone. He's doing everything else. The reason why we are bringing this up, Zach, we are trying to move this foot, this, this needle forward a little bit. I own him in a lot of leagues right now. And I know you do too, yep. where you are very much alive, but we need to get him in the end zone. So more than anything, the stats are there. The targets are 100% there. Hey, Zach Wilson, can we get Garrett in the end zone this week? Please. You know, asking for a lot of friends out there who are listening. But overall, I'm 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 hopeful that if he finishes strong and can find the end zone, that he could remain a maybe a top 10 to 12 overall receiver, which again, not what we're looking for. We're looking for top five when we go nose pick of the year. But again, someone that I would say is a good starter wide receiver too. Right. And, th- and that's all you can ask for at this point from Garrett Wilson, especially with Zach Wilson throwing him the ball. You can't ask for much more than that. The crazy part is, is when you go over those numbers and you said eight for 90, seven for 100, seven for 89 for 93, no touchdowns in there. Imagine how talented this kid would be with Aaron Rodgers throwing him the ball and how much different he would be if this was the whole season long. Because you can see the talent is there. This kid is a top flight wide receiver one in this NFL if he had a above average quarterback, not Aaron Rodgers, who is in the elite category when he's healthy, he's right up there. But if he had an above average quarterback, this kid would be putting up better numbers than this. And that's scary considering the fact that, like you said, in the PPR league, if you went nine for 93, he had 18.3 points. Like that's a good week for a wide receiver there. That's right up there. If he got into that end zone once, if he went 10 for 102 and a touchdown, we're talking, like you said, about a top three wide receiver each week, top five. Man, oh, man, you had it. Uh, you had that pick. The nose pick of the year, Garrett Wilson, you had him. It just was four plays into the season where, you know, it pooped the bed. That's it. Yeah, I'm a, I've been known to be ahead of the game with the nose pick of the year. I mean, Raheem Mostert, a legend down here. Right. Stud, obviously top five running back. You know, we, we had him as the uh, nose pick of the year, and he went down with an injury, and we had Jalen Hurts so good, who was oh. a top flight pick. Don't get right. me wrong. But then the next year, he was the number one player in all of fantasy. So we are sometimes on the edge of glory, if you would. And uh, we're calling you out, Garrett Wilson. Finish strong for us. I, I really do believe it's going to happen. Right. I, I feel it also with Garrett Wilson here. Okay. So we got a, a bunch of stuff to go over. Let's go over what happened last week in week 10 of the fantasy football NFL season couple of the picks that Nose had, a couple of the just players that either helped you win or literally killed your week at that point. Nose, let's go over a couple of these guys from week 10 of the NFL. Finally, for the Dak Prescott owners, know anybody, Zach? I do. Uh, I'm raising my hand. just can't see it on radio. Yeah. You really, you know, struck big here. And by the way, this C.D. Lamb, I I could talk about him for hours. The talent, he is so good, ladies and gentlemen. But Dak Prescott, 404 yards and four touchdowns. He had himself almost, uh, you know, a 50-burger, depending on what league you have, if you get them top-flight quarterback last week. And, you know, he he owed his fantasy owners that one. And and it, it must have tasted very sweet. Oh, it was delicious. Justin Herbert finally flexing. 323 yards and four touchdowns really big game for him and then the last of the quarterbacks man we every week we talk about him because i love a gunslinger and sam howell 312 yards and three touchdowns week in and week at zach sam howell is throwing the ball right now he is 
at this point, you don't go uh, when you do stats, you don't go year to date. You go by average because there's multiple players who still haven't had their bye week. But per average per game, Sam Howell is ranked around the seventh overall quarterback. Wow. And that's a that's ahead of uh, some really big names out there, like a Lamar Jackson, for example. So Dak Prescott, Justin Herbert, and Sam Howell were the money quarterbacks last week. But this is where fantasy is so much fun because mm-hmm. you go to running backs and you say, who are the top three running backs last week? And my God, anyone who's listening right now would not just jump out and say that Brian Robinson Jr. of the Washington Commanders was the number one running back, but he was. Uh, he only had 38 yards rushing, but it was the six receptions for 119 yards and one touchdown that had him as the number one guy. Marla Gibbs, Jamar Gibbs, his grandson, excuse me, <laughs> his grandma, 77 <laughs> yards, two touchdowns on the ground, three receptions, 35 yards. It doesn't matter if Montgomery's also blowing up, who also had himself 116 yards and a touchdown on the ground. Jameer Gibbs is a must start in all fantasy leagues. And obviously, so is Montgomery. What a job from the Lions offense uh, and the running back core. And this is going to trip a lot of people up, Zach. Devin Singletary. Right. 30 rushes, 150 yards, and a touchdown. It's that 30 attempts that you do not see in the NFL. Bell cow right there. That's bell cow numbers. Right. right. So it's one of those things where we're going to see when Pierce comes back and it's a team that could get behind and have to throw the ball often. So a lot's going to depend on the type of game that they're in. But right now, based on last week, you are no choice, especially with uh, the bye weeks. You have no choice but to start Devin Singletary this week. Brian Robertson, Gibbs, and Singletary, the top three at the running back position. Mm, man. Moving onward. It's an interesting yeah. list of running backs, by the way. And that's list. why I know, a lot of people subscribe to like the no running back theory where, right. you know, you start off with a few wide receivers, pick a quarterback, and then pick those type of scrappers. I'm still not there yet, but uh, Jamar Gibbs did – really looking good that's the guy i'm most excited about right now if you're a fantasy owner of him you took that risk on a rookie where you know people took b john robinson who did step up last week a little better but been really shaky all year gibbs right now is the future yep give me some wide receivers yeah i want to hear this i'm excited to hear this wide receiver list to be honest with you why wouldn't you be it's fantasy football and Keenan allen yep man it doesn't matter He's like a fine wine, man, and getting better with age here. 11 receptions, 175 yards, and two touchdowns. Phenomenal. We mentioned C.D. Lamb. 11 receptions, 151 yards, and a touchdown. Ridiculous. And some of the catches he were making were just epic elite status. But here's the most interesting player. Brandon Cooks. What a game by him. Now, again, we know that Dallas played New York. We know it was just a blowout, but he did have 10 targets, nine receptions, 173 yards, and a touchdown. Most important to point out, Brandon Cooks is available in a lot of fantasy leagues. Now, do we think this is just going to replicate week over week? Absolutely not. Okay, C.D. Lamb's the number one guy there. He had 14 targets. But is Brandon Cooks worth rostering? 100%. Is he a decent play for the weeks that there are players on by? And there are players on by. The answer is yes. So pick up Brandon Cooks and get him on your roster if he is still available. 
So Keenan Allen, C.D. Lamb, and Brandon Cooks were really special last week. And then there's definitely two tight ends. I'll even add a third one because he's also a free agent in a lot of leagues. But T.J. Hawkinson was questionable to play all week. Wow. 11 receptions, 134 yards, about 28 to 30 fantasy on a guy that was the pregame report was he was going to be brought in in special situations only. If someone read that and benched him, that's got to hurt. George Kittle having one of those weird George Kittle days. What what's weird is it's they become anomalies. He had three catches for 116 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Kittle, one of those guys you start, it's either a boom bust at this right. point. Yeah, that's those, exactly. You couldn't have said it any better because if he didn't have that 70 yard touchdown, he'd have two catches for 30 yards, and that would have been his day. Like exactly. this is this is the third best tight end of the league on paper when you look at it, and that was not good enough. And then boom, he breaks a tackle and goes seventy. I could not believe it. But still a player, Zach, that has that ability. Yep. And in a position that's so volatile, George Kittle's a start. You just got to get lucky. And and if he's your guy in the playoffs, that's especially when you have to ask the fantasy gods to get lucky. That's how that rolls. Right. Uh, last player that I wanted to bring up. You got a new quarterback in Arizona, and he really came in and focused on in on Trey McBride. Really, really big game. Nine targets, eight receptions, and 131 yards. So if he is a free agent in your league at this point, he shouldn't be. He is a viable starter at tight end unless you have one of those big boys. So get Trey McBride on your team. Right. All right, that's good stuff from week 10. We have to move on to week 11 of the NFL and fantasy football season. We'll do that right after the break here. This is Zach of the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. If you're car shopping, we know you're busy. Go to Tropical Chevrolet. They're going to have you in and out of there in under three hours. It's on Biscayne Boulevard and 88th Street, or you can go to the website, MiamiChevy.com. Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our priority. This is Zach and the Nose. We'll take a break. We'll come back right after this with some observations. All right. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Back here on the Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Happy holidays, by the way, from the entire Tropical Chevrolet family out there to you. If you are looking for a car for the holidays or a car for that house, whatever it is, truck doesn't matter. Go to Tropical Chevrolet. It's on Biscayne Boulevard and 88th Street. The website is MiamiChevy.com. All right, we uh, went over the Week 10 stuff. We got to get into observations. One of my favorite segments we do here on the show. Looking forward to Week 11 and further than that in the fantasy football world. Uh, Nosy, let's start with this. Uh, We do have the Las Vegas Raiders coming to town this week with the Dolphins. Um, What do you do here if you're the Dolphins? And we don't know for sure, and we probably won't until the end of the week, uh, like I said, this is a Wednesday show, so we probably won't know till Thursday or Friday, maybe even Saturday before you find out any news on this guy. A chain, a train, a touchdown, whatever you want to call him at this point, probably going to come back maybe this week, maybe the week after. I'm not sure. But do you wait at this point and start him if he does come back and he is rostered for the Miami Dolphins on that active roster? What do we do here, Nosy? It's a brutal situation for the first week back to analyze because Mike McDaniel is certainly not going to tip his cap and let us know. And it would be prudent of the Dolphins to not give him 15 to 17 touches in his first week back off of that injury, especially when you have a radio Raheem Mostert. That being said, the last time I recommended that we don't bench him, he went, excuse me, that you wait to see how he does. He came out like a bat out of hell and he might have that ability. So it really, the answer really depends on your roster, right, guys? You know, it, it if you have somebody that's a lot safer, I would give it a week. Right. Because you don't want him to come out with five to six carries for you. Even if he breaks one for 20, 30 yards, he would have to score a touchdown for uh, the you know, for the fantasy numbers to be what you would want for him to be a starter. So my recommendation, if he comes back, is to wait a week if you could afford to. Other than that, Zach, we're starting all of our guys. Let's go. Let's run it back. Radio Rahim, Tyreek, Jalen, and Tua, all absolute must-starts, no questions asked. Yeah, I mean, you have to look at this Las Vegas team and know that they're, you know, right in the midst of things in uh, the AFC, but they're not a very good team whatsoever offensively or defensively. Defensive line is their is their big thing. And I know they got Max Crosby and a couple of those guys, Dolphins a little banged up on the offensive line. I still expect the Dolphins and Tua to have a monster game. Uh, this, this has the, the sniff. And if I may of a 42 to 10 kind of final score here and the Dolphins kind of feeling themselves and feeling good about themselves after this week, it's going to be a big game for Tua, a big game for Tyree kill. And uh, like you said, radio Raheem, I expect 100 yards and a touchdown from this guy also this week. A-chain coming back or not, I still expect this Miami offense to kind of blow up this week, get a win, and and probably if you have a couple of these Dolphins on your fantasy team, really blow your fantasy team up uh, as well. Um, Got to ask you this, Lamar Jackson, uh, the enigma in the NFL, uh, as I like to call him, because one week he can throw for four touchdowns, run for 100 yards the next week, kind of slow days. What is happening 
uh, with Lamar at this point. And I hate to say this or even bring this up, do we consider benching him at a certain point if you have someone viable on your roster also at that quarterback? What do you do here with Lamar Jackson? Lamar Jackson is only interested in winning football games right now. And however that gets done, he doesn't mind. Meaning if Gus the Bus is going to be getting all those running rushing touchdowns or now Keaton Mitchell, he don't care. Like So the bottom line is this. Am I ready to bench him? No, I am not. But last week, his performance of 223 yards and a touchdown with two interceptions and then about eight carries for 41 yards is just about what he's been doing. He has been disappointing is an understatement. But he's one of those players where I really believe the moment you bench him, things could go right. awry. That's you don't bench down day right there. You just right. don't touch him. So he's at home. I really like the Ravens on Thursday night football, and you're going to keep Lamar Jackson, obviously, in your lineup. They were embarrassed last week, and I do not see that happening again on national television in a conference rival against the Bengals. So if you want to vent about how bad Lamar Jackson's been for your fantasy team, I'm with you. I get it. It's been It's been a rough ride. Uh, but what we're going to do, and I have him in a league or two, we're going to just keep riding him. And we're going to hope that those rushing touchdowns by every other running back on the team, you know, sort of flips to his rushing touchdowns or throws to Mark Andrews and or his very talented wide receiver group who's got to do a better job of catching the ball for him and breaking one for him. Right. And it's, you know, it's it's like you said before, the fantasy gods, the second you bench this guy, that's the week he runs for 105 and a rushing touchdown, throws for three, two to Mark Andrews. Like, one of those like crazy weeks? And you have him on the bench because you decided to start, you know, Trevor Lawrence or someone, you know, like someone crazy that week or whatever, which will bring us to our next observation in just a second. But go ahead. Well, no, you brought up a, a great person to discuss, and we will discuss Trevor Lawrence. But, you know, am I the, the best person to do it is Sam Howell, a friend of the show. Right. He's averaging more fantasy points per week than Lamar. Now we have we are way past the sample size. Am I considering starting Sam Howell over Lamar Jackson? The answer is it's close. Okay, mm. I, it's getting close, but no, I still can't pull that trigger yet. I still believe in Lamar, and uh, so no, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna still ride it out. Okay, uh, all right. So Trevor Lawrence, we just did bring him up. Uh, what's happening with Trevor Lawrence? I mean, this is a guy that I thought at the beginning of the year, when we discussed the Nosies Awards at the end of the year, we'd be talking about Trevor Lawrence and that offense with Ridley, Kirk, the whole deal. What's going on with Trevor Lawrence? How close are you to, if you are a Trevor Lawrence owner, benching this guy? And what happens with Ridley and Kirk at this point with Trevor Lawrence kind of being pedestrian? He's not any more than a pedestrian right now in fantasy football. Trevor Lawrence is making me look bad, Zach. That's what's going on. This is a person I I really believed. He, I mean, the number one player in high school, you know, goes to Clemson, dominates in Clemson, first pick of the draft, you know, no brainer. Right. And how many years are we into this this show where he just hasn't taken that next step up? Right. He's plateaued or dipped, if anything. Trevor Lawrence right now in a average per game basis is averaging QB 18 through 20 in the entire NFL Oof. right now. Jeez. It's a big woof. So you brought up 
the question, do we bench Lamar Jackson? And my answer was no. Now the next question is, is do we bench Trevor Lawrence? And my answer right now is absolutely yes, unless you do not have anybody at all worth value uh, as your quarterback. Like I'm starting Sam Howell over him. I'm starting Brock Purdy over him. At this point, I'm going to vomit in my mouth, but I'm starting Josh Dobbs over Trevor Lawrence. That's where we're at. In terms of the positions around him, ETN has been great. He had an off week last week. I'll give him that. Still a top five running back. So he's been no problem. It's Calvin Ridley that has been simply put unstartable, invisible. I don't know what happened. One of the very big picks of mine and a lot of people with eyes at the beginning of the season because his route running, everything just looked like a breakout situation. And it has not been. It's been the Christian Kirk show. Right. And Christian Kirk's good. Even last week against a really good 49ers defense, Christian Kirk went six for 104 yards. So to be very clear, you know, Evan Ingram also very, very startable. But right now it's Trevor Lawrence and Calvin Ridley are the players on this team that I'm very much hesitant to start. But I am still giving Christian Kirk and Evan Ingram the nod forward. That's how I'm handling the Jags situation. It's just such a weird one up there in Jacksonville because that offense was built for this year. It almost feels like it was built for this year with ETN and Trevor Lawrence and Ridley and Kirk, like here at Evan Ingram, like here we go, and eh, hasn't gotten there yet. Let's talk about another quarterback-wide receiver combo here in observations that a couple weeks ago was looking like the future fantasy football here for uh, the next month or so, and it's really, really kind of calmed down after a three-touchdown day that DeAndre Hopkins had from Will Levi's jeans and uh, look what's happened since really nothing has happened since here. Um, we jumped on it a couple of weeks ago. We were very happy with it. And if you started it, that was one of those weeks where you probably didn't have DeAndre Hopkins in your starting lineup because you were getting upset. And then you just can, you had to start him since then. And it's been a, eh. but like what happens here with this? Do you trust this? Do you, do we go forward with this? What do you do here? Nosey? That was beautiful. You, you nailed it. You absolutely nailed it. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, 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 you do a nice job. Sometimes, right? A a nice job. No more than that, though. Okay. So Will Levis comes in and throws three bomb touchdowns to DeAndre Hopkins. The Titans are back. This offense is blowing (laughs) up. Of course, we're we're not going to start Will Levis in a one-quarterback league, but it's the DeAndre Hopkins. We got him. You know, where we drafted him, the excitement level. The last two weeks for DeAndre Hopkins – not as good as a three-touchdown game. That's right. an understatement. Last week, he played the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and DeAndre Hopkins had three catches for 27 yards. That's like a wah-wah. Right. The week before that, he goes against the Steelers, four for 60. But not great, you know, decent at best. My point is, is now we are come back to earth, right? Now we're back at the decision-making. Do we start him this week? And that's going to be a difficult decision. He's playing at the Jaguars, again, based on your roster. I still like the way Will Levis throws the ball, okay? I'm a fan of his, but on the road, pretty good defense. Uh, What you do with Hopkins is if he's your best option, because it's very obvious, then you have no choice. But at this point, I want to see another touchdown or another good game out of Will Levis. It's a very risky start. Uh, and the reward, 
the percentage of that big reward coming again to me is very small. The, the chances of DeAndre Hopkins this week having 20 fantasy, in my opinion, is very low. Right. Yeah, I don't think so uh, either. I don't know what's going to end up happening there. Uh, we did have a quarterback last week that came back after a long time and uh, kind of shocked me how well he played. He played pretty good in this game. He does play for the uh, the Cardinals. His name is Kyler Murray. I thought Caleb Williams was already getting ready to suit up there for the Cardinals going in for next season. But Kyler Murray showed him, hey, 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 I'm still here. What do you think about Kyler Murray? And do you think a lot of people started him last week or do you start him going forward? What do you do with Kyler Murray? I don't think a lot of people started him last week, especially in a one quarterback league. In a two quarterback league, anything is possible. Right. But I watched him with my own eyes. And let me tell you something. He was able to scramble. Okay. That was the most important thing. He was able to scramble. He used his legs. He was coming off a, a, what is a torn ACL, the worst thing you could have. And he looked good. Okay. Now he didn't throw any touchdowns, but he had 250 yards and on the ground, he rushed the ball six times for 33 yards and he did get that rushing touchdown. So those were okay numbers. They were pretty good. Uh, So I'm interested to see how he does this week. You know, you have four teams. We haven't really mentioned it. We have four teams on a bye this week. We have Atlanta, Indianapolis, New England, and New Orleans, which if you want to get really technical, that's a whole lot of muddy, muddy quarterbacks. So, the, right. you know, Kyler Murray as a in a one-quarterback system probably shouldn't be started yet. But in a two-quarterback league, absolutely needs to be looked at. And uh, in a one-quarterback league, I don't mind him at all being your backup quarterback. At the Texans this week, that's a good place for him to play against a good defense. Well, a decent defense, a well-coached D'Amico Ryan defense. But uh, am I ready to jump and start at him? You know, start him in a one-quarterback league? Absolutely not. Roster him, yes. Let's see how he does one more time. I, I got to see the touchdowns. But overall, this is good for Terry, excuse me, Trey McBride, the tight end. Hollywood Brown should benefit from this. He looks the part. James Conner, everybody on that Cardinals offense should take a step forward because Kyler Murray looks like a guy who realizes he needs to prove that he is the starting quarterback in Arizona next year. All right, let's go to one more quarterback here before we take uh, another break here. We're going to have observations uh, in the next segment as well. We have so many to go over, but I had to bring this one up before we go to break. Josh Dobbs. um, I mean, you want to talk about the storyline of the NFL this season, could be a quarterback in Houston, and we'll get to that also. But the other one's got to be Josh Dobbs. What the heck's going on here? And this, is this dude a superstar, or is this just a fantasy superstar? What am I watching every week with Josh Dobbs? You're watching me perplexed by it. I watched him and uh, the muddy University of Tennessee. And, yes, he's talented. Obviously, he's a quarterback in the NFL. I did not see this. I did not see how smart – and elusive he is in the pocket. So this is a player last week, just to give everybody an idea, going against a good Saints defense, 268 yards and a touchdown in the air, and then eight rushes for 44 yards and a touchdown. That is after coming into the the week prior where he had like three days of practice and also blew up. So uh, Josh Dobbs is a player that I am now – Really intrigued to watch. Let's just start with that. I'm really interested to see how he does. He's at the Broncos on Sunday night football. 
That's a defense that could have got exploited. So if he's your best quarterback in a single league because of injuries, because maybe you had Deshaun Watson and he was your backup, maybe you had Gardner Minshew, one of those situations, absolutely like him. Let's just say this, and I'll tease the show. I love Josh Dobbs this week. (laughs) He showed me no reason to not love him. He's got great weapons. Let's see when Jefferson's coming back. All things are breaking very well for the Vikings and Josh Dobbs. So he must be rostered great quarterback two in a two quarterback league. And definitely somebody that needs to be looked at, you know, just on a week by week basis. But I would want him on my playoff roster. God forbid your starter got went down or something like that in a one quarterback league. Right. All right. We'll do more observations in the last segment here in hour. Number one, this is Zach of the Nose Fantasy Football Show. Brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Go to the website, MiamiChevy.com, or head over to the dealership themselves on Biscayne and 88th Street. They're going to have you in and out of there in three hours if you are trying to buy a new car. Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers, is our priority. We come back after this, finish up hour number one with more observations. All right, back here to wrap things up in hour number one of Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Still a couple more observations to go. But Nosey, I just want to throw two quarterback names at you, and I want to see what you think and what you think going forward with both these guys because one of them's out for the rest of the season, Deshaun Watson. The other one's back this week in Justin Fields. Your thoughts on both going forward, fantasy perspective from the Nose. Really big blow to the Browns, as we mentioned. Just a team that can't get it right at that position, and now for different reasons, he – what a comeback by the Browns last week. The optimism in a game against the Ravens, like really big, big weekend for Cleveland. And then this happens, like a straight gut shot to a team that finally said, we're all in on a quarterback. It hadn't looked pretty so far this year, but he was starting to turn it around and he was the guy to do the job. And now, unfortunately, Deshaun Watson and his fantasy owners, he is droppable at this point. Uh, he is out for the year. Now, the good news is, and of course, I mean this from a fantasy angle only, the good news is that if you had Deshaun Watson, you were still waiting for that magic, okay? Right. He he really hasn't been doing much. He was hurt. He started a game and got you a negative. All, you know, things, but the thing, the, the one player, excuse me, that's just so affected by this was, Man, Amari Cooper's playing some great football under the radar. Zach, really great football, great fantasy stats in general. And he is the one player in particular that gets crushed by this injury outside of obviously Watson himself. Uh, What do we do about Amari Cooper? We're going to find out how that connection is with Dorian Thompson Robinson. The last time, uh, excuse me, Dorian Thompson Robinson played He did not throw for a lot of yards, and Amari Cooper didn't do much. So, again, one of those situations where you're probably going to have to start Amari Cooper with four teams on a bye and the way the rosters are going, but I would scale your expectations quite a bit. Uh, He is the one true player right now that is going to be heavily affected by this injury. The running backs, yeah, the the, the running backs are in great shape. You know, Jerome Ford and Kareem Hunt are both startable. Let's just use the word startable. So those are the guys who are going to be leaned on the most, but the 12 
fantasy points to 15 fantasy points a week that Amari Cooper was consistently getting for his fantasy owners, that number is going to be affected the most, Zach. Right. That's what I figured at that point there with uh, what's going on there in Cleveland. God, of course, the Browns are browning. That's exactly what's happening uh, uh, at this I, point. I feel I bad. That's a I great do. I do. Base. Right. It is great. Yeah. And, and, and they made a movie. One of your favorites of all time. Draft Day, one of the greatest ever, of course. Academy Awards should have been all over that. Uh, Kevin Costner should have been put in the Hall of Fame after that uh, uh, movie right there. All right, finish this off with Justin Fields. Uh, we see the news uh, earlier today that he is going to play this week. Uh, what does that mean for him and, uh, I guess, other players on that Bears team? DJ Moore, guys like that. What's going to end up happening there? This is huge news for DJ Moore fans. Justin Fields got him the ball, plain and simple. And DJ Moore is a beyond talented wide receiver who has always been in the bit lurking in the shadows based on who his quarterbacks have been in the past. Uh, huge news for DJ Moore. I can't say that anymore. Uh, Cole Komet also is a player that becomes very startable. Uh, Begent did a nice and admirable job backing him up, but Fields, who I'm not the biggest fan in the world in terms of his arm, he will air it out. He will throw it. And so this is all very good news for the Bears offense. So Justin Fields, you know, didn't definitely didn't use his legs as much in the beginning of the season that he got hurt. Let's see what happens. But if you're in a two quarterback league and he's your second quarterback, you're in great shape. If you're in a one quarterback league and he's your best option this week, I don't mind it. They're letting him rip. So the offense in general for Chicago will be a lot more watchable this week. So give Justin Fields, DJ Moore, and Cole Komet that thumbs up that for this week, I do feel a lot more comfortable with the Bears playing at the Lions. It's a, a good matchup. You saw what Justin Herbert did to the Lions last week. So Justin Fields, a guy I would pick, you know, not pick him up, but if I'd have him on my roster, and if he's my starter, I'm putting him in the lineup. All right, that'll do it for hour number one here of Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Go to the website, MiamiChevy.com, or go visit the dealership, Biscayne Boulevard and 88th Street. Yes or no's, the sniff test, and the picks of the week. They're all coming up in hour number two. Stay with us. We'll be back right after this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 